my brother. What up, bro? What's going on, man? Chilling, man. Dealing with this thing we call life. Yeah, I feel you. It's a daily. It's a daily. It's a daily. Uh, what is it called? It's a daily adjustment every day. Yeah, and struggle. I yeah. add that to it too. Run into shit. Oh. Nah, oh, yeah. you could like that. <laughs> I won't be cursing in this episode. You're gonna try I'll, not to curse. Yeah, I'll, no, I won't be cursing. But as soon as as soon as some white person does something crazy, which we're gonna speak about it. <laughs> but before but, we get into that, man, um, we, me and Abdallah don't really go out to clubs that much. Would you agree? Yeah, like back in the day, I always say nowadays, like I'm over partying. So when we when I choose to go out now is for like either the genuine experience of it or mm-hmm. being that we started, you know, our venture with this podcast thing. So we're out there in the media, we have to, you know, show face and, you know, rub shoulders and um network, whatever. Yeah, yeah, shit like that. Um Yeah. This past Saturday, you know, we uh we popped out at one of my uh my boys event, uh my boy Torsi. He had a party called Platinum Jam. That shit yeah. was nice. It was he nice. had one last year, but I uh, missed it. Yeah, I made it my duty not to miss it this year. Yeah. Last year's actually, based on the pictures, it was more packed. Yeah. 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 It was like yeah. in a warehouse, it seemed like. Yeah. But um, it was cool. Like I, Those that know me know that I don't really do the party shit just because it's just a lot of politics that go with it. It's like, this party was fine, but like usually the whole like... When you go to clubs in the city, mm. you got to, like, bring girls to get in free. You got to, like... It's like a popular contest. You know what I'm saying? The same thing yeah. how we spoke about when OG's on the show, my boy OG McKenzie. Yeah. Um, how, like, your table, if you have a lot of bottles, you get more attention or, like, you get more... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I don't drink. Yeah. So... I ordered a I ordered a cranberry juice with ice yeah, at the party. Too. That yeah. shit cost me eight dollars. Really? Eight dollars. I hand them a twenty. Your twenty? Are you let me hold. Yeah. No, no, no. You. I didn't let you hold, but you just yeah, cash up. Yeah, 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 for sure. You, he you, gave you me back. Ca- you ain't cash up. I know, not yet. He gave me back twelve dollars. I, I still have. You can have it back. She gypped you. He gypped. He gypped you. Yeah. I spoke to the light skin girl, and she. It was only four dollars. <laughs> you see look she, she look this is see look this is why this is why I don't do this club shit because look I'm not one that drinks so I'm not at the bar and when I do go to bars it's like you gotta really like get the bartender's attention like it's like a certain thing you gotta do no, I don't get not, that shit it's not much it's not much all, all you gotta do like with everybody that I come across you know you say I talk in like a in a like a sedative way, I don't, I guess or a seductive like, way. No, 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 not, not seductive. I said very I don't know, calm, laid back. <clears throat> you don't really project what? your voice yeah. like that. Yeah, I just went up to. Her, I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" She's like, "I'm good." I was like, "Um, you know, can I have a cranberry?" That's it, and um. You usually just leave a tip, like a dollar, two dollars. Like bartenders, they love that. Like if you just give one dollar tip, they will remember yeah. you. They like they're very appreciative and they'll look out for you. But I'm not. But it's not like I ordered a drink prior to that. It's just it's it's not much. It's I don't know. Maybe he thought. Maybe he just don't like you. 
I don't know, but at the time, I remember us going to the club one time, and you ordered orange juice, and it was seven dollars. So, from <laughs> I, I'm someone that doesn't go out the clubs much. Yeah, so you don't, don't really look, know the price. I don't drink, so like, I didn't have like the. I didn't have the confidence to challenge the mm-hmm. price because I don't know what these shits cost. For all I know, it could have been really $8. Yeah, yeah, I don't know these things. I got you. So when I seen him give me at $12, probably was like, damn, that's $8? But then I'm like, I don't go out. So I don't even have the confidence to be like, hey, bro, now nah, this shit not $8. Because I really don't know. Mm. And that's what I hate about this club shit. Granted, I had a very good time, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, dancing and whatnot and just enjoying myself with my boys, but... Yeah, shout out to K for popping on. Yeah, facts. Homie came facts. all the way from Jersey. Nice, he came like 14 years. That's a fact. And I met him like five years ago. Yo, that was a good night, man. Yeah, it was, it was cool. <laughs> that was a good night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you was... If, um, if, yeah, you, if, if I was you single... You was lifted, to say the least. If I was single, I already know... If me and K were single, I have an idea of how the night could have went. But I that? have... I'd rather not say. Okay. But I like you said, it was a good night. I enjoyed myself before I dipped out. Yeah, yeah. No, it, 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 it the ambiance nice. was cool. The girls was, you know, receptive. Yo, Tread I ain't lately. on front. Like Tread lately. Nah, I'm good. When the way we were standing up, right, there was like a table right behind us. Yeah. And there was a couple girls there. Mm-hmm. I looked back. I don't know. She was pretty. I don't know if you looked back and peeped her. Like it was only one girl sitting. Cute light skin shorty. Sitting? Sitting, sitting. Was a chair there? She, she yeah, she was the only oh. one sitting. Oh, not in But her friends chair. was like standing. Mm-hmm. I looked back, shorty was like this in my face. <laughs> like, like <laughs> no lie. Yeah. Like, she was like, and I would position myself whereas like if I'm talking to you or K, or if I'm just, you know, observing around the club or whatever, like I would peep her from my peripheral. Her face was like a sentry gun on me. <laughs> nah, yeah. that ass, like, yeah. oh Son, man. We're going to speak about this briefly, but like, girl, you said what? I said that ass. Oh, it's whatever. Um, <laughs> Yo, girls, man, we got to change this. We got to change this narrative about y'all not approaching guys. Because I've had something like that happen to me recently. And like, when it's happening, I'm just saying, like, why don't you just say hi? Or why don't, like, Recently, I worked at an event, and I was standing outside. Before I went inside, mm-hmm. I was like 10 minutes before my shift started, and I'm standing outside, and I'm on my phone, and there's a girl on the right of me. She's standing next to the building, next to the door, too. She's on her phone. Then she starts walking, like, walking in front of me, but not really that close. She's mm-hmm. walking back and forth. I guess she was just doing that because she's on the phone. But then, right before we went oh, inside- to get your attention. I guess, yeah. When I pulled up, she looked at me. Mm. I ain't say nothing, though. So the last time she walked on my left, and then before she walked over to my right-hand side, I kid you not, where the mic is, mm. she was that close. <laughs> like, she like she walked kind of far, and then she looped around and came back. Mm. Her hair probably touched my chest. That's how close she was. Mm. And all I could think was like, why don't you just be like, hey, you work in this event too? My name's so-and-so. Yeah. Like, wh- like, what is this thing about y'all not... I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to always approach y'all. Like, I'd That's be okay. chilling. Me too. It would be refreshing to get a... Not even if you ain't trying to bat me this, hey, hello, you look nice. Yeah. Hey, I like your kicks. Hey, I like your, your beard. Mm. Like, even if it's just something friendly, you walk away. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what fresh. That would be it refreshing. Shows, yeah, it shows the confidence. Stop being in pussy. You. you see what I'm saying? Like it shows the confidence in the woman. Yeah. Like you don't need to be approached all the time. But you know, for you to be confident in yourself. But you know what? That same girl throughout the whole event because it was like a two three day event. That whole event. She was like, she was like that girl that like she had that aura of, yeah, I know I'm pretty. Okay. She had like that, yeah, I know I'm pretty. Full of herself. Ba- yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So, so she was doing all that back and forth walking to like captivate your attention and get me to, to be like front on you if you was to approach possibly. Possibly. Pretty, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. That, yeah. Know? Possibly. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's stupid. Yeah. But. I people in shorty approached you in the in the party and just started whining on. I was like, "Oh, yeah. that's what's up!" Like, yeah. like I like when girls do stuff like that. Like, I've yeah. had that happen to me before. Like, I like that. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's not wrong with that. It's just a dance. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying it shows confidence any, in her. Yeah, exactly. We didn't even share any dialogue. It was just like she came over. We started dancing. Once the song was up, she walked away, gave her a toast with my cup. And then she walked away, and yeah. it, it was it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The other girl I was dancing with, she was trying to hold me down the whole damn night, son. <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny, son? <laughs> you know what's funny is like right, like when you left, mm-hmm. I swear this could have been a comedy skit. After you left, bro, I glimpsed over at that table and I seen that same girl. Her friends was like, "What girl? The girl that I was trying to hold you down the whole night?" Mm. Yeah. I seen that same girl while her friends was like dancing and having a good time. She was off to the side and just like kind of had her arms behind her back. Like seemed mad like I she didn't know what to do. <laughs> and I didn't know, like, I don't know if it was because you left, but just Not the joking. fact that you yeah. said that before yeah. you left yeah. made me think like, this shit really looked like she don't know what the fuck to do. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm looking at her like, really? Damn, she you want me to call him back? <laughs> That shit was too funny, son. But yo, this Santa Fe, let's jump right into the BS. Son. Yeah, this yeah. These mother effing white people. <laughs> <laughs> Once yo. again, another white boy shoots up a school, son. Damn, bro. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, it's hard to cut you off. I ain't gonna lie, like I know it must be frustrating for white people to every to time it. it's yeah. a white kid. Like Yeah. yeah. Every time, son. Yeah. It's like reverse what the, they used to portray in the media. Like about um, gang violence, yeah, shooting uh, every Friday night. Oh, niggers shoot, shoot themselves again. Oh, niggers shoot uh, <laughs> drive-by shooting by niggers once again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrone killed um, Jamal. Uh, um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. now it's like... It's a tragedy. Ethan... Uh, Cooper, yeah, uh, <laughs> William, they all shot up the school. It's like Jacob Williams. Yeah, so yeah. it's like I know they they they're all appalled. I would say I'm appalled, probably. Yeah, but yeah, it's like every three months these white, literally, suspected every, like white every, supremacists. Yeah, every two or three months. I wouldn't even call them suspected, but nowadays you gotta tread like no, no, no. the media. You know what? The thing is. I don't think, honestly, I don't think these, I don't think, honestly, I don't think most of the kids that are showing up to schools are white supremacists. No, they are. Because, I'm going to explain why. All right. Yeah. They're, sh- 
the schools be predominantly white, white. and they kill other white people. <laughs> That's the funny thing. They make no sense. Like, but you see the thing you're is you're killing your own people. Look, it's like it's different groups, but at the end of the day, they're all the same thing. It's like white supremacists, white extremists. These particular individuals, they're labeled as white extremists because they go to the extreme to you know prove their point and but get what, their message what across. Point they're trying to prove. They all, well, majority of school shootings, if you look at like the common denominator amongst all of them, well, one of them, they're white. Two, they all subscribe to white extremist like groups, like their Facebook groups or whatever online groups. Oh, is that the case with this guy? Yeah, he was part of a white extremist group. And before he shot up the school, he had like different images and badges on his um, social media. And he was like breaking down what each thing meant. Another thing, they all look up to Hitler. Hitler was a white supremacist as well as a white extremist. And Mm -hmm. he killed six million Jews. Mm -hmm. Well, not personally, but his regime. You know what I'm saying? So... Like, going back to your, what you mentioned, for me, white extremists, white supremacists, leftists, rightists, far right, all the Donald Trump, all these people make, the, they're all the same. They're just different, like, levels and different, you know, labels. To yeah. But, yeah, this dude, he's he was 17, year old, 17 years old. His name is Demetrius Pagortsis. His family is from Greece. And yeah, he killed ten people and wounded a couple others Damn. in his Santa Fe high school. And once again, it's like it's like these white people they have the same di like not even dialogue. They have the same like go to defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Oh, my son was bullied. I believe he did it because Is he that was what bullied. They said? That's what the dad said. Um, okay, if your son was being bullied all this time, why you never went to the guidance counselor? Why you never went to teachers? Why you never went up to the school to look into your son being bullied? Yeah. That's one. Two, why is your son belonging to a white extremist group and you know nothing about it? Yeah. Three, you have guns. You you look you subscribe to the NRA and you believe all these things about these organizations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you have these guns around your house and you have a teenager in your house who's being bullied. You, you, yeah. you This is where the yeah. common sense yeah. and the contradiction happen. Yeah. Like, you, you know your put... son being bullied, yeah. but nah, I'm going to leave these guns around the house. Yeah. Why? Just in case a nigger breaks in? Yeah. F the white kids that's bullying your son at school, but in case a nigger breaks in, shoot the nigger. Like these, you kind of gotta foresee better. You gotta take the precautions. Uh, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just tired. It's like, very careless. It's nothing much more for me to say. To be honest, like I would just like to say, like people, we all gotta be careful out here. But you know what's sad about this whole thing too? I recently seen a clip on Instagram. Um, a reporter was speaking to a girl who went to the high school. She survived, obviously, speaking to her. Um, and he was like, he asked her a question. He was like, when the shooting was happening, did it occur in your mind that maybe this wasn't real? Or And she cut him off. And she was like, nah, I kind of always felt like it was going to happen here. Think. Let's take, a, let's take a second to think about that. Yeah. This is a white girl at a random high school in Texas. Mm. Random. And she was asked a question 
And she responded with, yeah, I kind of always thought that it was going to happen. Out of all the schools in the world, she already kind of like felt, just imagine the anxiety in the mindset, the mind state every day of like, damn, it would be pretty random, but I feel like this is going to be a school shooting somehow, and it happens. Yeah. Now just imagine the multiplied anxiety whenever she goes to school or if she transfers. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Same yeah. district, same state, like. To be honest, like, though, that's torture. I don't, I don't mean to make a joke. Like I'm, I have no intentions of making it a joke or having it come out as a joke. Mm-hmm. But I would stay in the school because, based on what we've seen, multiple shootings has never occurred at the same school. Like Columbine, this school, Florida, yeah. California. It's always different schools, and all these dudes. Like I was listening to one of my teachers, Tariq Nasheed. And he was he was speaking on the same thing, and he was basically talking about how like um, there's different white extremist groups, right? And all these groups works in conjunction with each other, like they communicate with each other, and all of them lead back to a big ass, a big ass uh, white, <laughs> white extremist slash supremacist group in Russia. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. So there's Russia a big, is like there's a Russia is the, the home of these, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Look at Donald Trump. You see how yeah. Vladimir Putin got Donald Trump? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he I, talked I, all that I never, trash. Well, I didn't know Russia was like the headquarters and and like that's a why big I, part. Of it. I, yo, Europeans. As long as you European, I put all of y'all in the same group. Mm-hmm. I don't trust y'all. Yeah, y'all just speak different languages. But at the end of the day, all your skins are pale. I don't care if your your hair is blonde, brunette. Ginger, I don't care if you're Jewish, what? I don't care. All y'all nature is the same. Some of y'all, few of y'all are honestly probably conscious and righteous and genuinely care about other people, compassionate or whatever. Mm-hmm. But majority of y'all, nah. I'm good on y'all. You ain't getting bit no benefit of the doubt? Nope. I feel you. Which leads me to the royal wedding. <laughs> 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 like... This is my thing. First of all, I'm going to address these black women, right? All y'all black women that gave Danny Glover this backlash about, oh, he can't be he can't be for black people. His wife is white and he got kids. Meghan Markle is half black. But at the end of the day, as long as you're half black, quarter black, you're black. Mm-hmm. Right? She's half black. That's one. Two, she don't even associate herself as black. If you ask her if she's black, she say, I'm biracial. She do not acknowledge the black, mm-hmm. right? And the funny thing about that is her black mother is the only parent that's really in her life. Like, the dad, he's in her life, but the dad, he didn't walk her down the aisle. The what, half her, her brother, her half-brother on the dad's side, who is full white, he talked trash about her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, going back to the, what my initial point, right? Y'all talk all this trash about Danny Glover, but then all of y'all tune in to watch this royal wedding. Oh my God, I'm so proud. Oh my, it's a Cinderella. Then the media tried to- I don't know what's the fascination with these I really don't care. They're not even royals. I've never gave a shit about them. The only royal- And that's no slide to them, but why am I watching your royal wedding on my TV? Exactly. Why? You're all the way in another country. (laughs) You had slavery in that country. Why do I give a shit? You attained this royal wealth from slavery. And I'm supposed to care about you? Prince Harry was in Jamaica. The J- Jamaicans asked him to denounce slavery. 
Him, the queen, they they said I'm not denouncing it. That's like Hitler's grandson yeah. being so asked by Jews to denounce the Holocaust, and he say no. So you clearly you clearly see his stance. You clearly know where this dude is standing now. Speaking of Hitler, a couple mm-hmm. years ago when he was 20 years old, he went to a costume party wearing a wearing a Nazi outfit with the with the Nazi flag on his shoulder, the swastika, Prince Harry, <laughs> and he married a black woman. Jews weren't the only people killed in, during the Holocaust. Black people were killed during the Holocaust as well by Nazis, by Germans. But a lot of black people wouldn't they don't know that. Yeah. And they wouldn't even speak on that. But none of these things are being added up in their heads. Like, none of these things make sense. Yeah. Megan is not the first black woman in the royal family. Queen Elizabeth's great-great-great-great-grandmother, Queen Sophia Charlotte, who was married to King George III, was the first black. And I wouldn't even put her as the first black. She was probably the first documented black woman or black person in the royal family. But she's not the first black either. Charlottesville, Charlotte, North Carolina, um, Charlotte Street in Guyana, Sophia in Guyana. All these places is named after Queen Sophia Charlotte. Well, Charlotte Sophia. Funny thing is, this is how things go come come around 360. Prince William, who is Harry's older brother, Mm -hmm. his daughter with his wife, name is Charlotte Sophia. Mm. Or it's just Charlotte. So she's named after the... The black woman. The black, yep. great, great, yeah, great, great, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But niggas don't know their history. So yeah. they accept anything. You just taught me some shit. Yeah, for but sure. My thing is, don't tune into something if you're going to contradict yourself and your stance by denouncing something else. Mm-hmm. Or but, vice versa. But what I did see to give... I want to give some credit to... The uh the what what's her name again the uh Megan Megan yeah um in the wedding there was uh what was it it was a black preacher that I guess was speaking some wise and words then the choir. and the choir yeah I'm pretty sure that was her doing you know what I'm saying so she did include her black side into the royal wedding which I've never seen before and but check it though I hear that right yeah. and I was aware about it but. If you want to win the temperament and trust of your enemies, you're going to appease them. You're going to appeal to them to make it seem like, hey, I'm I'm cool. Like, you could, there's videos of Prince Harry in Jamaica running with Usain Bolt, partying. Um, He's on stage with some soca artists, you know, whining, stuff like that. I do not fall for (laughs) none of the. Pee Wee Herman tricks. <laughs> I see through all of that. Yeah. All of that is to make black people feel, yeah, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I trust him. Yeah. Because yeah. one, one thing about black people, we are e- we easily to get some shit pulled over eyes. Easily. That's what's sad. Yeah, nah, nah. I get, I get what you're saying. It's but so let easy it to be, do it. Let it have been President Mugabe going to these places. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you, you killing your own black people in Africa. But you don't know why he's doing this. You don't know who's he, who he's killing. These black people could have been working, committing treason, committing sedition against his own country, against their own country. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And he's just clean, cleansing. Like, he's just getting rid of all these, you know, coons out here. But you got this white guy who is flaunting all this, you know, 
who whose country just gave your country independence like what 50 years ago <laughs> and you eating all it up yeah like it's fried chicken or watermelon right yeah what's the next topic you know how it is man um oh so i recently watched uh the j cole interview mm. with aj martinez great interview yo man j cole is a Tecola is a freaking gem. <laughs> I was gonna say F it, but Jay he's a gem, a prophet, man. man. Yeah, like he's he's just an awesome person, man. Like obviously, <laughs> I mean it's not obvious, but I've, I've never met the guy. I've been a fan for for some years now, but his perspective and his mindset on things is just is just really um. And I ain't even gonna say it. I ain't gonna say woke or deep because that sounds cheesy. It sounds like people are trying to be that, but. He was saying a couple things that resonated with me. Like one thing he spoke about was uh recently he gave up drinking. And um he was saying the reason why he did this because he felt like every time he'll be out on tour, every time he's out in the club, he just feels like he just needs to drink. Like before he even has a good time, mm-hmm. he just needs to drink. Hey, let's get a drink, let's get a drink. Yeah. And um he started to feel like it wasn't even him wanting to do it. It was just like him being in situations which is calling him to drink just yeah. as a habit. Yeah. And um he was saying that he didn't want anything pulling his strings. Like he didn't want to be out and have something influencing him without him being a hundred percent like in control of his actions. In control. And that stuck with me because for those who don't know or those who whoever knows me knows that I don't drink. I've never been a drinker. I've never even got tipsy before for that exact reason. Mm. And I'm 25. I smoked for the first time last year when I was 24 in Jamaica. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My whole life, I've always, I've always had like this, this underlining like uh, mindset of me of like I don't want anything, um, I don't want anything you. controlling me or pulling my strings even in the slightest. Mm. I want to be completely aware of all my actions, all my thoughts, everything that I say. But when I smoke and um, I'm in Jamaica, I was just like, hey, um. When in Rome. I know weed is not bad, yeah. obviously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have family members that smoke weed and they're, and, and they're fine. Um, you smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? You're you're fine sometimes. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I did. I was like, you know what? I'm in Jamaica for the first time. If there's any time to smoke, it's to this would be a great opportunity. You know what I'm mm. saying? Because I'm enjoying myself. I'm on, a, um, I'm on a teen trip with a bunch of my friends. It wasn't no peer pressure. It wasn't nobody... Hey man, you should do it. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like I, I got up and I was like, you know, what I'm saying I met these two women out there and it was really dope. And I was like, you know what? I'm it's the last night. I'm gonna have a good time. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But with the drinking thing, that's exactly why I don't drink because I don't want anything pulling my strings. And another thing too that I add to that is smoking and drinking. I would say you don't need. And when I say you, I don't mean you. I mean Mm -hmm. myself. I mean everybody. You should never rely on a substance to have a good time. Exactly. I hear so many girls talking about where the weed at, where the drinks at. I need to have a good time. You need these external things for you to enjoy yourself. Yep. That says a lot about who you are. Exactly. And like what you think is fun. Yeah. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. I always say that. And I still try not to be... I'm not the preachy guy. I'm someone that just like, I mentioned a couple times, if it don't stick, I'm off it. You your own person. You you do what you want. But that's exactly what I be saying. Like, 
I've had girls tell me, like, I'd be like, yo, I don't smoke a drink. They'd be like, what? So what you do don't, you do uh, what do you do for fun? Like, you don't have a life. I'm like, that's the exact opposite of why I don't drink. Mm. It's because I have a life. Because I want to be in control of my life. I want to be, bro, I, I've been out at parties and I've been the most lit person in the middle dancing. Niggas like, yo, how many, like, what you drink? I'm drinking ginger ale. <laughs> I'm high off life. Like, I'm just yeah, lit yeah. having a good time. I'm yeah, around people yeah. that I like. Yeah. Hot, like. You know what I'm saying? It's all about the vibes. You get joint, you can't remember shit. Why do I want to exactly. do that? Exactly. I've seen so many people pass out on their birthdays. Yeah. You you bought two bottles, three bottles. You spent minimum between a thousand to three thousand dollars in couple hours. I wouldn't even say one night. In yeah. couple hours for you to and you spent money on your outfit. And you spent money to get in the club. Mm-hmm. If you did get in the club, right? Mm-hmm. By paying. You spent all this money for you to get drunk and to throw up on yourself yeah. or to throw up in a car. Yeah. To not remember anything about last night. Yeah. It's kind of like a waste. And then of time. this is the this is the dessert. You wake up with a with a migraine hangover. and hangover yeah. and you feel horrible. Yeah, throwing up and stuff. And this is fun to you. Yeah. For you to do the exact same thing for your friend's birthday. For the ex- to do the exact same thing the hey, next year for your birthday. Hey, I mean, and this makes sense in y'all head. Look, whatever folks y'all boat, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm not here to judge, or, you know what I'm saying. But whatever floats your boat, it's just like you just said. That never made sense to me personally, you know what I'm saying. But that's coming from someone that's always had a good time, just on my own merit, just off of my own spirit. And one thing he said also is that. When he uh when he's out and he turns down drinking, it mm. empowers him. Yeah. Like it gives him a sense of empowerment. Like, yeah, I could be drinking right now. Everyone around me is is drinks and it's free and mm. this weed over here is free and I probably I probably would have a little better time if I did that, you know. Maybe, maybe not. But the fact that I'm turning it down is like, all right, now it's some pride in that. Yeah. And yeah. and I've always felt that way. For some reason, I've always, like, even as a young kid, like, 14, 15, like, I've been around kids that drink, do Molly, and, and do type of things, and I, and I just never had this sense. I've never had the urge to even try it. I tried everything. Really? On my own merit. <laughs> oh, like, I thought you meant, like, like you no, tried no, no, everything, no, 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 but, no, no, no. oh, okay, no, I'm about to ex- say, whoa, no, no, this, no, no, no. I never knew that. No. <laughs> I would probably try ecstasy in the future, just one I heard time. it makes you horny. Yeah. That's why. But. But I wouldn't. It's a lot of things that I know. I mean, obviously, I know that if I take something one time, it ain't going to damage me fucking for the rest of my life. Yeah. Besides yeah. cocaine, if you guys don't know, you take cocaine once, it, it permanently your alters your brain. Yeah. Not saying you're going to be a fucking zombie, <clears throat> but your brain will never be how it was before you took cocaine. Yeah. So. Yeah. But um, this is kind of like a. This is kind of like on the same topic that I was speaking about on Instagram, but I was talking about like having a standard for things that influence you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are just obviously, I know that if I have one drink or if I get tipsy, I'm not going to die. Yeah. But it's like just the thought of something that that's not in my control influencing me just kind of turns me off. Like, and I like to be aware. I live in exactly. a city where we're the city that never sleeps. It's thing. It's always like you go anywhere in New York. That's a popular place. There's no room to really walk. There's like there's 
hundreds of people in a venue there. You know what I'm saying? Anything can happen at any time. Mm-hmm. We're one of the biggest cities in the world. It's a lot of things going on. So, and plus, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from the hood. So, like, I like my awareness to be on 100. Yeah. I need to have Spidey Man, <laughs> Spider-Man senses of all times. <laughs> that's a, that's a so, fact. Yeah. if I'm drinking and I'm smoking, even if I'm around people, me personally, I just, I just like being on my guard. Because if my friends are drinking, I want to be dumb. I want to be their eyes in their sense. Just in case some shit happens, yeah. I'm the sort of one to be like, all right, we out. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. they can't do it, I'll be the one from the, all right, all right, we out, we'll be out. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. I got to be that cloak. Like, whenever I used to party with my brother and my one of my closest friends for, like, I knew him since, like, 2006, um, my boy Kevin. Um, back in the day when I was younger and they used to, you know, we used to party or whatever, even if my cousin Trevon come with us or whatever, I would do that, like, consciously. Yeah. Like, if I, even if I, even if I went out, right, and I'm like, all right, I might drink tonight. If I see all of them drinking or smoking or both, I'm like, all right, now nah, it's a dub for me. Yeah. Because I don't need it at the end of the day. It's just, it's just like a want. But at the end of the day, I know I'm going to have a good time. But I got to, I feel obligated for me to be their eyes and ears because I'm constantly looking around. Like, you know what I'm saying? In case something happened, like you said, I know yeah. who did what. You see what I'm saying? Always. I know where to go. You know what I'm saying? If I indulge my brother, he would probably not indulge. Like, that's just something that I peeped. And mind you, we never conversed about it. We never said, all right, you're going to yeah. be the designated driver. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. We just did it off, you know, our own, you know, vibration. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I agree 100%. I never needed no substance. I don't need no substance. Everything should be done in moderation. Yeah. And I was just thinking, because we forgot to touch on this, but I'm about to make a great segue to this mm. right now. You're going to see the buildup, right? It's kind of spooky, me being 25 years old and me seeing the younger generation and us like, the whole world is like using these substances to get away from their problems. And like, mm-hmm. we doing it so much that like, we forgetting what reality feels like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what gets people going. You know what I'm saying? Whether you smoke weed, whether you do you do drugs, you pop molly, you drink. But, like, I feel like we are ignoring all the real shit that's happening in this world, son. Yeah. Like, if you... Not even on some woke shit. If you aware of where you at in life right now, and mm-hmm. you aware of the environment and what's going on, you should know that there's some out-of-world shit happening right now that's a fact and if you getting high and you drinking all day you may not peep it but for a nigga that's sober i'm peeping this shit and it's spooky bro that's a fact because i'm not like i said i'm not someone that believes in heaven and not saying it's not there but i'm not subscribed to that yet not saying i wouldn't be but as of right now in my life right now i'm not yet Mm -hmm. i'm open to it though so the world that i'm seeing right now bro like there's some type of energy that's being pushed back on this world that's that I can't explain. Mm-hmm. And we could dive right into that. Cause you uh you speaking about a video earlier that I didn't really get a chance to watch, but you could speak on that, brother. Yeah, it's it's basically um like I'm gonna explain the video <clears throat> a little. 
basically like my old supervisor she shot me a video yesterday and she was like um have you ever heard the term the veil is lifting like the veil mm-hmm. you know the brides yeah, yep. yeah so when she first asked me i was like nah and she sent me the video so i checked out the video of this girl you know cute girl tattoos you know what i'm saying um just describe it. Nothing wrong with her appearance. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, she was talking about certain things. And as I'm listening, I'm like, wow, shorty making a lot of sense. Because I was driving and I just put it on. I was like, damn, shorty making a lot of sense. Kept listening. Damn, shorty making a lot of sense. Like, she touching on spiritual stuff. Like, like damn. So, yeah. basically what it was about, she, the, she basically was mentioning... um. Oh, and by the way, the video came out 2016, two years ago. So she was talking about like birds, you know, dropping out the sky, dead. Yeah. Like, Crazy. Yeah. I don't know which, like Casper snuffing these birds, like an eagle flying by and Casper just pop up. Pow! Like, <laughs> Yo, it's nuts, The eagle man. like, oh! Yeah. And he fell and died. You know what I'm saying? So birds dropping out the sky, dead. Um, seals, fish, a whole bunch Whales. of marine life, animals, yeah. mammals, washing up on the oceans, you know, on the beach, dead. Mm-hmm. And they blaming that on, on oil, but it's yeah. like, how many oil spills are we having yeah. on the And water? it's different parts of the world. Exactly. And some of these mammals, majority of them, they don't even have oil on them. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, the polar caps melting, the sea level rising... Yeah. People fail to realize yeah. like this earth been through some like talk yeah. about battered woman. Yeah. Mother nice. Earth went through some sh- Yeah. <laughs> like we not ice ages, it well. we not multiple it ice well. ages, a flood. And it's because of all the heinous acts and crimes that we commit. It's mm-hmm. all karmic. Everything comes back around 360 in the universe. Yeah, Every single thing. Every single thing. You know what I'm saying? Because everything on this planet is life. The earth itself is life. Mm-hmm. Water is life. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's basically what I took from it. And she was basically recommending people to build up their spiritual energies and vibration. And this goes back to what I was, remember I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I was like, there's a reason why these people are making so many technological advances like the Apple Watch, iPhones, iPad, laptop, smart TV, this, um, the the Cortana, the this thing going around your house cleaning up the dust. Yeah. Every single thing is electronic. And electronics suppresses the spiritual vibration and mm-hmm. the spiritual, you know, electromagnetic, you know, energy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. But if I got on a, a Apple Watch, I got an iPod, an iPhone, an iPad, MacBook, a, Ma- a Mac, Apple MacBook, TV, whatever, your house. Apple TV, yeah. all in my house, right? Yeah. And every day I use these things on a daily basis. My phone is right next to me while I'm sleeping. When you sleep, your spirit is not in your body. That's why you, you would have certain dreams that it would seem so realistic and then other times it'll be like you went somewhere like in a dream and then when you went there in physical, you know, flesh and manifestation, mm-hmm. it feels like deja vu. Why? Because you lived this already 
in the spiritual realm. Mm. So that's why people be like, I've been here before. Like, it feels like I'm getting goosebumps. Like, I, I experienced this, but I can't, you know, explain how and when, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you have these devices and stuff around you and your spirit is no longer in your body and you're resting, it's like, yo, the demons is like, hey, <laughs> you up for grabs, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And yeah. your spirit ain't intact, like. You have no knowledge of God's self. You have, you have a. You're afraid of um. You're afraid of everything. You have anxiety. Like a lot of people overlook these things. Every single disorder, disease can be cured. And when I say cured, I mean gotten rid of a hundred percent. I don't mean suppressed with Ritalin or Aldol or yeah. Risperdal, whatever. But that's what those are suppressions. Exactly, and that's what these people yeah. want you to use. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna kill you and we're gonna aid you yeah. while we're curing. It just well, prolongs it. Exactly. Yeah. You're gonna die. It's inevitable. But we're just not gonna help you. Yeah. Meanwhile, we got these old white billionaires living until like a hundred or whatever, with bypass, double bypass, triple bypass, and you wondering how how is he living? But my grandma, she had one bypass. She didn't even get a bypass surgery. She died. Yeah. Or she may have gotten one bypass surgery. She died. She still died. And none of these things is, you know, once again, nothing is being added in your head. You know why? Because you're out of touch with reality. You want to watch reality TV. You want to watch, you know, a bunch of, you know. I know what you mean. Just things that are not real. Things that are not real. You know what I'm saying? Everything we've seen on TV, that shit is not real. This shit is a play. It it's a plane, it's the a Truman chair. Yeah. Above that shit, like, hey, if I do this, that'd make this cool people yeah. say this and think that. And it's gonna be a lot more y'all could quote me on this. It's gonna be a lot more school shootings. It's gonna and I said this to myself. It's Scary. gonna be it's gonna be so much it's this is exactly what's gonna happen. It's gonna be shootings in hospitals. It's gonna be shootings in like media area like um What you mean by media areas? Like studios. When I, and when shit. I say it's gonna be shootings in hospitals, it's gonna be shootings in like media stations, like radio stations, TV recording areas. I I don't want to say Hollywood because Hollywood is like an enclosed. Why you say that though? Because people are becoming more and more demonized, and people are becoming more and more. What's the word? Possessed. Mm. By demonic entities, mm. it do. I ain't gonna front. It do seem that way sometimes with these school shootings, with these young kids. You just, just, it just be wondering like, what made you want to just do that? Like, what will push somebody that far to that ass shoot up a school? Yeah, like think about that. It makes no sense. And this is what I said, like on the last episode, two episodes. And he had ago. a shotgun. They said, if you're being bullied, you telling me all ten of these people. Well, actually, it's more than ten. It's just that ten that ten were actually killed. Yeah, you telling me all these people that were injured and killed bullied you? That wasn't even the case. Exactly. I read a um, I read a, I read a story from one of the kids that passed. It was either her, her aunt or her mom. They said that the kid that shot up the school, he's been making passes at one of the girls that died 
for like the past couple months and she kept turning them down. Exactly. And then he, he just went nuts and they said she's one of the first people to get shot. I'm just like, yeah, I, see, my nigga, see? If, that's, if that's tipping you over the edge along with getting bullied, like, yo, we need to make therapy a thing in America, like. We we need we need therapy. We need we need counseling. It's not only that. We we need it's we all need about some, your spirit. Once your spirit is not well, counsel intact. with a fucking preacher or some shit. Hmm? <laughs> like if, if your spirit As, is weak, you 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 need you need Bible study. You need another baptism. Something. If your spirit bruh. is not intact, anything can happen. Anything could tip the pendulum. Exactly because. What do a lot of them say? They say they hear voices in their head. That shit crazy. And you're too weak to, you know, cancel out these voices. You're too weak because you have no, not leading back, you have no knowledge of God himself. And another thing that she touched on that I really loved, she said, and I'm not going to go into it. I'm going to let y'all... Because I have my own interpretation of this. Mm-hmm. But she said, these people are not your friends. These people do not care about you. What you mean these people? Like people that you know? People? No, listen, listen. Okay. She said, these people do not care about you. The sooner y'all found... The sooner you guys find out who your true enemy is and these people's purpose on this planet, the sooner we will start growing as a people. That's what basically she said. Mm. That's what she basically said. Mm-hmm. And I understood that. And then she she finished it off by saying, these bodies, this these bodies that we're in, they're just clothing for our spirits. Mm-hmm. So there's two types. There's spirits. There's people on this planet who are demons. I'm going to say it straight out. Like straight up yeah, demons. For a fact. I'm not, I'm not saying like they're possessed. I mean straight up Demons in human form. Mm-hmm. There are people yeah. on this planet yeah. that is that. Yeah. Right? There are people on this planet, some who are probably angels. Right? And then there's like other subsidiary groups. Like there's ones who are, you know, regular spirits who need to seek, you know, God, know God. And then they can, you know, regain their entrance into his kingdom. This is, you know... I'm mixing spiritual with, you know, somewhat with religion, mm-hmm. right? So, when I say these people are, there's some people are straight up demons. I mean, like, we looking at a a vessel. We could interact with the vessel and everything. But that vessel has a purpose on this planet. That vessel is here to spread its own type of influence. Which brings me to this point. According to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, there were stages and there were certain periods of time where as each group of, well, each race of people was introduced to the planet. Like Mm -hmm. every 200 years about, right? And the last group were white people, the Europeans, right? Now, looking historically, you know what I'm saying? Well, looking chronologically at history, starting with slavery. I'm going to just start from slavery to now, right? Of how I'm going to make everything connect. 
well, how I see everything connecting. We had an 800-year occupation in Europe after white people were on the planet. That's when the Moors went into, you know, Europe, conquered Europe, set up the University of Salamanca, stuff like that in Italy, right? Now, after we taught them alchemy, after we taught them how to be a civilized person, how to build a civilization, stuff like that, they reversed all of that on us and enslaved us, right? Now, oh, them... That shit pisses me off. Them knowing us as far as what we're about, what we're capable of, what we came from, our civilization, our true history, right? Them knowing all of this, they, in turn, made a plan to suppress us on a physical level, but at the time, they did not know that the physical is just like a, a armor to the spirit, mm-hmm. Right? So after they noticed that with um certain revolts and certain slaves escaping from slavery, escaping from bondage, they noticed that we are spiritual people. So throughout time since slavery, they have been trying to keep us suppressed, oppressed, but mainly I would say suppressed because they know what we're capable of. They know we could rule this planet. They know we ruled the planet. Right. So to prevent that from happening again, we have to keep these people so mentally enslaved, enslaved and suppressed that these y'all could never regain control. And you you mean that plays a part with phones and yeah, because electronics and all that. Yeah, because from slavery, that was the physical oppression. Over time, they know that they they notice that the physical, we're, we're oppressing them, we're killing them, we're doing all these things to them, but these people are still prevailing. They're yeah. still growing. They're still yep. multiplying. So it got to be something deeper than that. That's when they notice the spiritual. Now, I've had, I've had conversations with white people, whereas they're in a jam or whatever, and I would tell them, you have to do certain things, like certain spiritual exercises to help you get out these things. And... When I say these things, they look at me like, like, what the, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. I was like, it's about your spirit. Like, you have to exercise your spirit. You have to meditate. You have to do stuff. And I gave them, like, step-by-step directions, whereas how to meditate, how to get in tuned or get in touch with you or tap into your spiritual. Mm-hmm. And they have no connection well the two white guys that i spoke to about it they're receptive they Mm -hmm. seem genuine but these these white people are actors (laughs) 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 these niggas (laughs) there's a bunch of denzels walking around (laughs) so the two two white guys i spoke to in particular like they seem genuine like yo i I appreciate the help but i just don't know how to tap in like i i don't know like they don't know where to start I'm telling them where to start, but they don't know how to tap in. And this goes back to Elijah Muhammad with his thing. It's like black people were, look at it like this. We're the most spiritual on the planet. And as new groups were introduced, the spiritual just keep getting a little, little more diluted until yeah. it got to the white race. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So this is why when people say know your enemy, know your true enemy, what's the opposite of black? White. What's the opposite of crip? Blood. What's the opposite of up? 
down. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so when they say know your true enemy, you have to it's not on a it's not even always on a physical level too because we have black people out here who have mindsets of white people. Yeah. Of severe white supremacist people. Coons you would say. Bedwinches. Yeah. yeah. Or we call them Ray Lewis. Mm-hmm. Or we call them, you know, um, Jesse Lee Peterson. Or we call them other names. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But all going back to what I said before, all this physical life is, is an armor to the spirit. So... This is hypothetical. I'm not saying every single white person is a devil mm-hmm. or every single black person is an angel. Mm-hmm. But think of it like this. Let's say the black people internally, like on a spiritual level, our spirits were angels. Right? Okay. This is all hypothetical. And then white people got introduced and all their spirits are devils. <laughs> right? Uh-oh. Yeah, okay. Now, what would a devil do? Look at the cartoon Looney Tunes. What does the Tasmanian devil do? Even though he's uh he's he was um he his character is a um caricature of the Tasmanians who lived on yeah. the island of Astra- yeah. Australia that white they just, killed out. Yeah. He would just mess up things. He would He's irrational, yeah, he's, he's crazy. He's like a savage. He's a savage. He don't speak English. Barbarian. Yeah. Exactly. Over time who waged the most wars on this planet? White people. Against themselves as again as well as the Asians, the Indians, the blacks, the you know. Mm-hmm. But once again, this that that part is not hypothetical. But the angels and demons, that part is hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if we are the angelic beings cloaked in black skin, and they are the devils cloaked in white skin, and we're enemies. Right, and history shows that we, when we occupied Europe, we never enslaved them in chattel slavery, the way we were enslaved by them for 428 years overall, not just in America. Right, so I say that to ask this question: like, what does that say to you? Like, how do you interpret that? You mean your last point of how? We had them enslaved, but it wasn't as brutal and as inhumane as how they had us enslaved. Yeah, but I wouldn't even call us occupying Europe an enslavement to them because we set up the first university outside mm. of Africa there. We actually taught them alchemy, which is science. We taught you them math. You would say we were kind of like their parents. like They was under our regime and we helped them. We build their economy and build domesticated and civilized them. Education and whatnot. Yes, correct. Yes. I mean, I don't know, man. When it comes to white people, I really try to give them the benefit of the doubt. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Obviously, I know that all white people aren't bad, but correct. I don't know, man. I do get a sense of like a lot of them just have. How could I explain this? Like, you gave an example of hypothetically we are angels and they are devils mm-hmm. i don't know i just feel like in a pure natural state if you speak about like their ancestors and them as like a people overall i just feel like they just have more inhumane and more like barbarian savage like mindsets than us 
not to say that all of them are like that, but I just feel like in like their natural like state, if you were just to throw them in the wild somewhere, mm-hmm. they would just do things that we would find to be a little more savage or inhumane. That's kind of why like you see more, you find more uh, more situations where white people are are cannibals and they're eating each other and, and shit like that and. Obviously, I'm not more in depth with history as you are, but I do see things that white people do historically that it's just very like make your skin crawl. Yeah, it's kind of like damn, like y'all really about that that savage shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like things they used to do in slavery and whatnot. Like I don't even want to talk about it, but I get what you're saying. Like I I feel as though when I get on when I get on topics like this, like. When I speak with my dad, I'm not saying that you don't understand, but yeah. the viewers, like, when I get on topics like this, people interpret it as I'm rambling. Like, I'm not flowing as concisely as they would like me to. Mm-hmm. But that's just how my brain works. I'm not always going to be able to say something the way the recipient want me to. You see what I'm saying? Now, one more thing I want to mention. And I'm, I have I have something that I want to conclude this on, right? Yeah. One more thing I want to mention. This is actually a, a, um, a article by the Washington Post. Hate crimes rose the day after Trump was elected. FBI data show. Reported hate crimes with racial or ethnic bias jumped the day after President Trump won the 2016 election. From 10 to 27. According to an analysis of FBI hate crime statistics by the Washington Post, there were more reported hate crimes on November 9th than any other day in 2016. (laughs) And the daily number of such incidents exceeded the level on election day for the next 10 days. Now, what was November 9th? The day after... The day after he got elected? I would guess. Okay. But I, no, I would say it's like three days because the, the election is November 6th, I believe. Mm. It's early November. But um, but still, it shows after he was elected. I'm not surprised by that in, in, in the slightest. Because you could see. He's the spokesperson yeah. for them. So now, what I'm going to get into, right? This is not hypothetical, by the way. When, let's say... You have a big brother, right? Mm-hmm. And you get into a problem with some some dudes or a person at school, right? Let's say he's bigger than you, but your big brother is bigger than him, right? Mm-hmm. Now, majority of people, when they get their big brother and they come back and their big brother address the person, that person who was initially bullied, which would be you, mm-hmm. you now feel more empowered Because your big brother's around, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's all that's happening. Trump is these people's big brother. Yep. So now when he's in office and he's talking that like, yo. Yeah, that hateful talk. When you encounter these thugs, you know, just give them a little nudge and, you know. He actually said that in Long Island to the police, you know, when he had a um, uh, a rally out here. Yeah, I've heard him say that before. That's all he's doing. He's inciting things. He said, to sound happen. like I just want to like punch him in the face. He says some shit. Yeah, he's inciting like, these. 
he's inciting certain things to happen. He is provoking. He's giving them the green light. He's giving the green light. Yeah. Look at what he did. When he was first inaugurated, he had biker gangs as his security. <laughs> like Hells Angels, the Outlaws. These are notorious white white supremacist biker gangs. Because yeah. back yeah. in the day, I used to love watching Gangland. And I would watch all the episodes about Aryan Brotherhood, 18th Street Gangsters, the Mexican Gang in Cali. Um, all types of stuff. Yeah. And the Aryan Brotherhood, like, they really stood out to me because these dudes all hail Hitler. They all look up to Hitler. They all look up to Charles Manson. These are sadistic white people. Yeah. And they look up to them. They hold them in high regards. And now look at Trump with Vladimir Putin. Russians yeah. talking about Putin is a dictator and stuff, but you're in cahoots with this dictator. The dots are connecting. That's all it is. I just want more and more black people to peep this because it's not about hate. It's not about racism. It's not, well, we can't be racist. I already addressed that. It's not about prejudice or being bigoted, bigot, or bigot or having bigoted views. It's about looking at everything in an objective, well, from an objective perspective. Yeah. It's all there. And another thing about us, we don't like reading. Reading is acidic to our lives. Yeah, you know, they say if you want to hide from a black person, put it in a book. Just like these. <laughs> that's, that's yo, fucked man. Up, so. But in conclusion, right? Once again, the honorable, the honorable Elijah Muhammad, as well as Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, they touched on this. They mentioned that, and it's in the Bible. God gave Lucifer, which is Satan, a respite, which is a certain time frame to spread his influence on the world, right? And towards the end of that respited time frame or duration, he's going to have to, he's going to go out with a bang. So all these shootings and mass murders, that's Satan going out with a bang. He's trying to claim as much souls as possible. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. Some people going to think I'm crazy. Some people going to think I'm Kanye. I, I really hmm. don't care. <laughs> like, my dome is in, in check. My dome is on point. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, that's all it is. People would look at it as white people just shooting up schools. But on a spiritual plane, it could be... This demon just took 10 innocent lives who had no knowledge of God or self. So, them souls was up for grabs anyway. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying every person who has no knowledge of God or self, you know, that's their... Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, Pete, the world we live in, people are so stupid. They, they, they run with the stupidest ideas that pop in their head. Yeah. Somebody say something. Oh, oh, he 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 meant this. Yeah, yeah. So, I just want everybody to be on their guards. Yeah. This is like a self. This is like a self awareness episode. Wake your ass up. Like, be present. You know what I'm saying? Start mm -hmm. really looking around. Like, it's okay to go out your day and 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 like live life and be happy, but. It's good to be aware of things so you can 
make the necessary adjustments. You know what I'm saying? Be mm-hmm. be precautious. We ain't, we ain't, I'm not telling you to be outside looking like you fucking in a horror movie every day, but just be present. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas is just out here just living their life. They think everything is peaches and cream because yeah. their life is fine. Like I'm someone that I'm someone that my life hasn't been the hardest. You know what I'm saying? I never been anything. I haven't been through anything catastrophic, but I'm aware that it can happen at any point, and I'm aware that it's happening to other people. So, yeah. And lastly, black people, mainly black people, <laughs> please protect y'all kids. Like, we didn't get a chance to cover the the 13-year-old Xavion Parker who got kidnapped in Texas, but damn, y'all need to, co- y'all need to protect y'all children. I didn't hear about that. I'm going to research that after we're done. Y'all need to protect y'all children. Like, this dude was kidnapped by... Um, he got off the bus. He's going home. Uh, um, a van pulled up with flames on it, whatever. Mm. And some white supremacists suspect. I'm gonna call them dudes white supremacists. White supremacist <laughs> teens hopped out the van, took him in the van, and there's an elderly white supremacist driving the van. They drove him to this abandoned home, abused him. I don't know if he was raped. Hopefully not. But did he die? By the grace of God. Xavion ran away. He got out of there. Oh, and he wow. ran out. He ran away. He got away. And funny thing, while they had him in their, you know, in their grasp, they were texting his mother saying that they were gonna kill him. They they were abusing him. I don't know if they sent pictures to her or what, but they they that was very, very, very traumatic for in that Texas? little kid. Yeah, Texas. What's going on in Texas, man. Texans. I mean, you, you smashing your cousin and she conceived. What what kind of child you think you know you go you gonna raise? You think you gonna raise? You think you gonna raise Yo, Barack crazy. Obama or you think you gonna raise Damien from the Old Man? Which one? <laughs> that's just crazy. That's how we gonna end it. Too. But yo, protect y'all kids. Keep y'all heads up. Gain some knowledge of God and self. Bang.